Welcome to the Grim and Glamorous Podcast, a podcast about pop culture and the paranormal. We are your hosts, Albie G, Andrea. In this, our first episode, we discuss the story of the Slender Man and the perils of social media in today's world. We hope you enjoy. All right, welcome to our first episode of the Grim and Glamorous Podcast. I'm Albie G, and I'm here with my sister, Drea. And so to kind of just dive right in here, uh, I'm going to ask you, have you heard of the Slenderman story and the true crime events that followed from that? I know that it's kind of like a, like an internet, um, I guess like a story, like, mm-hmm. you know, something that somebody made up on the internet, I think, but also like, uh, I know that like, I think it was a girl and then she stabbed her friend because she was following the instructions of Slenderman or something like that. I don't... Uh, yeah, so the girl that... Um, it was two girls, actually. Mm-hmm. They stabbed their friend. Um, this was in Wisconsin. Uh, the three girls were best friends, and they were at a slumber party. And two of the girls led the third one into the woods of Wisconsin. And um, they stabbed her um, I, 19 times, it says. Mm-hmm. And this was apparently to appease or, like, summon the Slender Man. Mm-hmm. So it started at, as um, a post on Reddit. And somebody had posted this story. I think it was in their creepypasta section or mm-hmm. their, like, scary stories Reddit page mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. So somebody created this story about this Slender Man um he's supposedly this like seven foot tall you know faceless man uh with like long arms and long legs he's got a hat and a coat and he like goes after kids Mm -hmm. so the story was pretty detailed and and if you read the original one it's pretty you know it's a good you know scary story yeah you know fictional story um and then it kind of grew from there so people would post um their own stories so Mm -hmm. sort of to feed into this urban legend Mm -hmm. um and they even made it into a movie so it was Mm -hmm. made into a movie earlier this year and um i haven't seen the movie so i'm not sure how good it was Mm -hmm. but it's kind of amazing how from an internet urban legend from this reddit page you know somebody created it and posted Mm -hmm. it became a hollywood movie um so that's kind of fascinating but also kind of scary and sad that um, these kids believed in this mm. entity, believed in this phenomenon. Did they actually believe that by stabbing their friend, it was going to unleash this monster? Mm-hmm. Or that by stabbing this friend, it was going to, you know, appease this whatever, mm-hmm. this creature? Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at the story right now online. So I guess one of the girls that stabbed their friend, mm-hmm. um, she's now 15 years old. She pleaded guilty to first-degree um, first degree intentional homicide, you know, first-degree murder, mm-hmm. and is sentenced to 40 years oh my God. in a mental institution. Um, I think the other girl is still awaiting trial. But the girl that they stabbed was, like, stabbed 19 times, barely survived. Uh, ABC has a really good video, if you can find it, mm-hmm. or if you have the time to watch it. And they interview the girl that survived. They interview her family. And it's heartbreaking. This girl was crawling on her hands and knees from the woods 
back to her parents' house oh my God. where the slumber party was occurring. Um, they had a helicopter to a hospital, um, barely hanging on for her life, um, and survived. And they interview her parents, and her dad is just like, she's just a fighter, like fought mm-hmm. through this, like had the will to live. Um, it's really heartbreaking. Um, and, and you know, props to this girl for like fighting yeah. and surviving from this. Um, and they asked her, the police asked this girl, like, do, why did the, why did your friends do this? Like, these girls were your best friends. Mm-hmm. And they, she says, I had no idea. She's like, when they took me to the woods, I kind of had this sense of, they didn't tell her why. And they were just like, oh, like, let's just go to the woods and see, like, what's over there. Mm-hmm. And she kind of went along with it. But she said she got this weird sense, like, they were acting very strange. Mm-hmm. They were arguing with each other. And um, so she got this weird feeling about why that she was going there but Mm -hmm. she didn't get why it was happening and she didn't understand why they did it Mm -hmm. and they interview the girls that did it um you know obviously they pled guilty but um you know they said that they were doing this for slender man um and to me it's kind of like an example of you know i remember as a kid you know your parents would tell you um, you know, okay, what you see in a movie is just in a movie, or what you see in a on a t on TV, it's sort of make believe. It's not real. Mm-hmm. So I think for kids, like there's there is that line of understanding what's fake and what's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to get your reaction to this. Like, do you think that um, is that line between the internet and reality kind of getting blurred? Like, do people really, you know, when stuff like this happens? Is it sort of, do they know, like, what they're getting into? Or is there kind of this sense of, um, you know, I didn't know what I signed up for. And and mm-hmm. and not to say that these girls aren't responsible. They're totally responsible. And, yeah, you know, of course. they're going to meet justice and they, they're having their day yeah. in court. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for kids especially, there's sort of this sense of, you know, is this real? Is this fake? Like, something that was a legend is, is we saw it come to life and have real effects mm-hmm. in, in the world. Um, especially with this case um you know what i i want to say that like maybe kids nowadays don't have like okay so like when you and i were little like we had like mother goose like stuff like that like fairy tales like these tall tales that like they would teach us in school like you know where um like fantasy stuff you know like you know, stories to, um, I guess, like, teach us lessons or something like that. Like, you know, like, so maybe, like, kids nowadays don't have that. And so, like, when they read stuff, like, it kind of worries me that, like, kids would believe that that's real, something that they read off the internet. Mm -hmm. So, like, to me, it it seems that, like, these kids didn't have stuff like that when they were little. You know, where these stories where it's like, oh, well, yeah, Rumpelstiltskin's not real. Yeah, you know, um, you know, like, that's that's just made up. Like, or, um, you know, or like like those, uh, um, whatchamacallit, like those, uh, those creepy stories like La Llorona or whatever. Like, right. those are just legends. Like, nobody ever tells you, like, or people, obviously their parents didn't know about 
Slender Man. Right. So they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, like, here's a, here's a scary story that, you know, you can talk about the campfire. Like, it's not real, but, you know, it is a creepy story that somebody made up. Like, so... Right. And I feel like a lot of people now, it doesn't matter. Kids, like, adults, like, elderly people, I feel that, like, when they go on the internet, that whatever is on the internet is, like, taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Because, like, a lot of the stuff on the internet you shouldn't take seriously, for sure. Right. But, um... I feel like a lot of those people who get sucked into that or, like, you know, like how you say take things too far, like, will take things literally on the internet, like, you know, as truth. Just believe it. Right. Um, I'm reading um, the Washington Post had Mm -hmm. an article about um, the girl that got sentenced, uh, one of the girls that got sentenced. Yeah. And um, it says the attackers both told detectives... They needed to kill their friend to become proxies or servants to Slenderman, a demon-like creature they read about online, depicted as a spidery figure in a black suit with a featureless white face. The girls said they were compelled to kill to protect themselves and their families from the demon, and after slaying their friend, they planned to run away to the demon's mansion, which they believed was in the woods in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, so they believed that Slenderman was in the woods, that he had this mansion in the woods, mm-hmm. and that they were they were gonna kill their friend to protect their family from Slenderman, but also to get a, be allowed to go into his mansion in the forest. Like there's this whole like mythos behind, you know, this whole like realm that went with this creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I know that there were other stories, multiple stories that were created on this creepypasta mm-hmm. on Reddit. So it kind of, like, built up this, you know, this mythology behind mm-hmm. this creature. Yeah. Um, but you think it's kind of, like, also that kids today don't have that sense of, like, okay, there's Mother Goose stories and there's lessons behind it, but it's not real. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I feel like nowadays, I mean, I don't know, I don't have children, but, like, I feel like when you have a kid it's kind of like oh once you're three here's like an ipad so you can go ahead and wander around the internet right like i mean i know people that have children and i know that like they'll um and it's not like it's it's i'm not saying that it's bad like i don't feel like that's bad parenting i feel like hey that's great you're introducing your child to the internet which will make them smarter later on. Like, I mean, I right. feel like the internet is a great tool for learning and for teaching, like, you know, kids. But also, like, there's, you know, certain things that, you know, you can't be with your kid every five minutes. So, like, if they're watching a YouTube video at night, like, you don't know what they're watching. They're right. just, you know, alone in their room with their iPad mm-hmm. or their, you know, even their iPhone, like, um, they're watching these, like, crazy videos that you've never seen before. Like, I mean, I have right. friends who are like, yeah, my kid watches this weird video all the time, and, yeah, like, I don't know where they found it. I don't know where they got it from. Like, they just watch it, and they like it, and so, you know, that's just what it is. Right. So, like, I feel like also, like, maybe schools don't go and, like, take that, that folk those folk stories, I mean, because that's pretty much what they are. I mean, those those folk stories and tell them, hey, like, you know, 
I'm trying to think. I can't even think about like one that they would teach us like as a kid that everybody would know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, be like Aesop's Fables. Like, uh, yeah, like um, it's hard to think of one right now because it's been. So I mean, almost. Long. I feel like Disney has sort of taken that mantle of. Um, you know, providing stories yeah. for kids. Like, you have Cinderella and Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. Like, you know, those were Disney videos when we were growing up. Yeah. But um, those stories were, like, um, you know, from fables that were much older than, than Di- like, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Disney sort of took those and made videos, and mm-hmm. um, some of those are still around. But I feel like that's sort of taken the place of and storybooks that you would yeah, read as a exactly. kid. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, oh, okay, for example, I guess, like, Little Red Riding Hood. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Little Red Riding Hood goes to visit her grandma in the woods, and then, like, uh, what is it, a wolf or something? Yeah, it's a wolf. A wolf will go and be like, hey, you know, like, a wolf will come up and talk to her and just be like, I'm, I, I think the story is, like, he tries to eat her. Right. And then, like, She's like, nope, I'm going to grandma's. And then she ends up at her grandma's. And then, and like, then disguises like, itself yeah. as the grandma. Yeah, disguises right? itself as the grandma. And then the huntsman comes and, like, kills the wolf and saves the grandma, I think. Right. I don't know. But, like, nobody, everybody knows that, like, they, they tell you, well, yeah, Little Red Riding, there's no wolf that's going to get you your grandma. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Like stuff like that. Yeah, like sort of like, like the ridicul yeah. the ridiculousness the of ridiculous the situation of is so yeah. obvious. Like of course a wolf is yeah. not gonna dress up like like clearly that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um but so I think that's a good that's something good to point out because I feel like with stuff on the internet now, that line is so blurred. Like a mm-hmm. lot of the situations yeah. and um that line is harder to kinda see today. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I like how you brought up that point about, um, you know, kids on their iPads or iPhones and kind of looking up content. Because uh-huh. uh, I think that was another thing we were going to talk about is um, the idea that of this the dark web that's out there uh-huh. and how, you know, it, apparently it's this huge part of the Internet. Uh-huh. Like apparently, um, I'm not sure the exact number or percentage, but like over 90% of um, is this dark internet mm-hmm. or dark web that's not accessible to, like, you and I on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Like, you have to get some sophisticated software and download a bunch of stuff, and I don't know what goes into it. Mm-hmm. But apparently there's, like, you know, you can buy drugs or, like, you know, hire a hitman mm-hmm. or, um, you know, buy or download illegal content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of scary to... Because I think the internet as it is in its normal everyday form is a pretty, can be a pretty dark place. But the fact that there's a whole nother level, um, and I think, you know, that's not something that kids can access, but, um, you know, a lot of adults and ones that, you know, could be doing illegal things mm-hmm. are can be using that. I think it's even risky to try to, like, access this. Yeah, um, like, I'm even afraid to, like, tar- type it in. There's, like, like weapons and apparently, yeah. um, you know, weapons or arms. Um, you can buy body parts. I think I read somewhere that you can buy body parts on the internet. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty frightening. That's, no, I don't. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think we talked early on about there are some good things 
that internet and technology can provide. Mm-hmm. You know, you can connect with people, you can stay in touch with loved ones, um, you can create some cool websites, create some cool content. Um, but you know, we're starting to see technology, you know, almost have a mind of its own and take on a whole another aspect that I don't think people are ready for. Yeah. Would you consider yourself like a big tech person? Like, do you use social media? A oh lot? yeah, I'm on social media right the second. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's like pretty much every day, right? Yeah, every day, every day. Like when I wake up, when I get ready for work, when I am at work, like on my breaks. Um, Facebook back and forth. Like no activity goes on on Facebook anymore. Like really. So I mean, like I don't even know why I have it, but I also get a lot of info from Facebook, like events that are going to happen soon, right. uh, concerts, like um, the info for that from Facebook. Okay, so, so you feel like it's pretty useful in terms of um, getting information for events, but like that's pretty much it. You don't really use it for anything yeah, else. Yeah, like, I mean, that's it. I mean, unless it's like, um, what, do I, what do I say? Like, I don't even use it for birthdays, which is like one of yeah. those things where people are like, oh, yeah, like, we don't know you have a birthday until you open up Facebook. Right. But, um... Yeah, I feel like um, I I got to the point last year where I had realized I hadn't used Facebook or logged in in mm-hmm. over, like, four months. Mm-hmm. Like, I just didn't use it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, why do I even have this? Um, so I deleted Facebook. So right now I just use Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um that's pretty much all I use, but mm-hmm. um, there I know people use like Snapchat and mm-hmm. um, there's a few other ones, but um, yeah, I feel like there are some for some people like it's just a big part of their lives, even more so than like you say you use it every day. Some of my followers on Twitter have like five hundred followers or less, but they have like seventeen thousand tweets. And I'm like, they tweet a lot. There are some people that tweet like 10 times a day, 100 times a day, and they're always on it. And I feel like um, there's kind of a, you can kind of get sucked into it, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think um, the thing about social media and technology is that, um, you know, you the good thing about it is that you can communicate and, um, you know, you can use... um, you know, um, what's that chat on Facebook or FaceTime oh, or not? Messenger? Yeah, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. You can use FaceTime. You can use Skype. Um, and that's like a, kind of a cool way to keep in touch with people that you ordinarily wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to. Yeah. Um, but I think um, in terms of like the dark side of that, you know, you see people getting bullied online. Um, and it's kind of um, even on things that you wouldn't think would be controversial. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like everything. Everything has, like, a negative comment. And it's, like, those people are just, like, why are you here? Like, some of them, like, don't even follow. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some people who just go out and seek people to write negative stuff on them. Yeah. Which is, like, pretty sad and also pretty pathetic if you think about it. Like, if you're going out of your way to write something negative on somebody's, like, blog post or video or instagram like right what is your life (laughs) like do you know what i mean yeah i think that's that's a great point because i think there's a big line between 
um, having a dialogue and disagreeing with somebody yeah. in the comment section and posting, um, you know, slurs or nasty mm-hmm. comments or just, like, hating on this person. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I've seen this where people will have a polite, constructive discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they disagree on a point and they're, they're having the... And that's what the comment section is supposedly for, mm-hmm. right? You know, you talk about what what you're, the content you're watching, and maybe you learn something, maybe you have a good interaction, mm-hmm. and it's, like, pretty constructive. Like, that's the ideal situation, and it does happen. Right. But I think it's rare nowadays. Now it's just, like, negative comments, and then people responding to that person. Why are you saying this? And it's just, it's just this spiraling effect where mm-hmm. it's just this black hole of unconstructive, unproductive discourse. And, like, I've, I've seen this, like, plenty of times on Facebook where it'll be any subject, uh, like, uh, oh, especially news articles or, like, NBC Channel 4. Yeah. Like, they'll post something where people will think it's, like, quote, unquote, not news. Right. And then people will comment about it. And first, like, their first response is, like, this isn't news. And then people will be like, well, you know, if you're getting your news from Facebook, like, you're, you know, that's kind of ignorant and kind of stupid because it's like, why are you here on Facebook for news? NBC will, like, try to throw in, besides, like, you know, sad real world news or whatever, like, you know, any kind of news, happy, sad, whatever, politics, something, like, they'll throw in, like, hey, it's Friday and, um... Here's like a here's like a cute pig, like you know riding right. a you know There's riding a skateboard. Like lighthearted something like lighthearted, that. and then people will get so offended that it's not like oh, and then somebody will comment. Well, by the way, twenty thousand people are starving in Bosnia, and then like some people will get so upset yeah. that these news channels are trying to like you know lighten up your day with like a cute pig right. or a baby animal. Take. Facebook and Instagram and like everything that everybody posts so seriously right that they get offended they get like you know yeah I think people take uh, social media and all of that way too seriously today and um, you know going back to um, the start of the podcast when we were talking about the slender man I think that's just a perfect example of people taking things too far you know, what started out as sort of like a meme or a story, an internet urban legend, um, just kind of spiraled out of control. And I think we're seeing that a lot more in today's world. And to kind of wrap things up for our first episode here, um, I think we talked about some interesting things today. We talked about the Slender Man and the dark side of the internet and what happens when you take a story, a legend, Uh, something that you see online and you take it a step too far but we hope that you enjoyed our first episode here thank you so much for listening and we hope you'll tune in next time